A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save $25. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 when was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Hey guys, Ryan Satin here from Wrestling Sheet Radio. Let's make some mayhem. Shoot and loot your way through a mayhem-fueled adventure in Borderlands 3. Blast through new worlds and enemies as one of four new playable vault hunters, each with deep skill trees, abilities, and customization. Play solo or with your friends to take on insane enemies. Score loads of loot and save the galaxy from a fanatical threat. In between watching professional wrestling. Mayhem is available now on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Go out and get it. Rated M for Mature. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831.20.
The Drinkworks Home Bar by Keurig is the perfect start to set any holiday vibe. The Home Bar makes over 30 cocktails, brews, ciders, and more, all at the push of a button. From cosmopolitans to old fashions, each pod contains real ingredients and premium spirits. Insert the pod and let the Home Bar do the work. Go to drinkworks.com to order your Home Bar and see all available drinks. Drinkworks. Press play. Keurig is a registered trademark of Keurig Green Mountain, Inc., used under license. Please enjoy responsibly. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another Raw Recap here on Pro Wrestling Sheet. I'm your host, John Roca. Joined, as always, by the editor-in-chief over there, Ryan Satin. That's me. Hello, everyone. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. I, uh... Dude, I loved Raw last night, so I'm yeah. really pumped to talk about it. I feel like you might not have liked it as much as me. Uh, I think I enjoyed it. I don't think I think there were a couple of things I'm going to have a conversation about. Canales and steel chairs. Uh, these are the things that kind of took away from the overall <laughs> enjoyment of the show itself. But overall, a good show. Yeah, Look, it's weird. You, you know, know I, I reported before the show ended that uh, last night there was no Vince yeah. McMahon, Triple H, or Kevin Dunn present at Raw yesterday. Uh, instead, it was Paul Heyman who ran the show mm-hmm. with WWE's VP of Global Production. And um, where was John Laurinaitis? Was he not there either? No, well, he doesn't. I'm not there. That's what? not. He doesn't work on the creative side of oh, things. Oh, okay. Um, I believe he works on the talent relations side of things. I believe he kind of like is uh, in charge. He's like the manager for creative, right, but not right. working with creative. He kind of just like helps. You know, manage right. all of the producers and agents oh. and kind of thing. Um, but anyways, um, yeah, I, I noticed that it was a very polarizing episode of Raw Ooh. yesterday. You know, I noticed that you know when I tweeted that, and obviously this is the case with most Raws, mm. but it, it was a lot of like, oh well, that explains why the show is awesome. Oh, that explains why the show sucks. Right, and more so than normal, I had it like. Really down the middle of responses uh, t- towards me on social media last mm. night of like either you really enjoyed the show or you really didn't. I guess you were kind of in the middle, I yeah. guess, on some things. But uh, um, yeah, I felt like it was a really polarized episode of the show, and I feel like normally around this time, it was kind of in a boring period where mm-hmm. it's kind of like going through the motions. And I felt like they did a good job of like keeping things up. You yeah, know, they kept them up. And they I were feel moving. Like things were moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were. Hyping things all across the card, yep, yep. Uh, making Bray Wyatt seem like a, a serial killer threat, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I loved it. I honestly, I loved so much. I loved almost all the shows. So okay. I, I'm really excited to talk about it. Well, let's get into it. You know, uh, it starts out with Seth Rollins talking about his loss. I uh, talk about losing the tag team titles uh, there at the uh, recent pay per view. What was it? Uh, Clash of Champions. God, Jesus Christ, Clash of Champions. I got a lot going on, people. I got on a plane for London a couple did you hours. Did you have a chance to watch any so, of it? Yeah, I did. I did. I really enjoyed most of it, and th- um, uh, the I loved the Bailey Charlotte match a lot. Really with how good. that went down, and it, it was, was believable. It was quick, but it was believable. <laughs> Sometimes quick matches will piss you off, but it worked for I what lo- they were trying to push. I loved when she did the like the way she did it, where you weren't, you didn't, you clearly didn't notice. Yeah, that she was taking you didn't it notice off. it at all. Yeah, and, and then, then when it happened, you're like, wait, what? You're like, whoa, wait, Bailey sneaky. And then when she yeah, took the title and ran, and booked it backstage, and then even in the interview they showed her doing backstage, she was like, yeah, 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 yeah. okay. <laughs> and like ran off again, which I, I loved. Um, and we'll get we'll get into the the, the follow up to that. When Ryan says chicken shit heel, this is what he means. Totally, and this totally works. She's buying. She she's now right a, a parody of herself almost. Yes. Like you know, like now she's 
playing into the fact that you didn't like that and right. she's using that for heel heat. I love that. Yeah, and eventually when she does go back to face, she can say, I lost my way, I didn't, I forgot what it was that got me here, blah, blah, blah. And then so it still works. I also think she can do this for the next few months oh, before she finally goes full heel yeah, and fair. becomes like yeah. full dark Latina, you know, like Don't doing be her surprised thing. if she like supersedes Sasha and is telling Sasha what to do in their tandem because right now it feels like Sasha's the alpha and she's the beta. It may be possible that Bailey, as she grows into this heel role, may replace Sasha as the alpha in that situation. That's Won't that be interesting? That's certainly possible. And you yeah. know, I uh, the Clash Champions. I don't know. If, it was I liked all the matches. Yeah, I the think matches it was a good, good show. I don't think it was anything that was like blowing like blow no, anything away. But it was good. And, but honestly, the end of the pay-per-view was really where it was at with the Seth Rollins stuff. And yeah. The Seth Rollins and, and, and Bray Wyatt stuff where... Which he talks about in this promo. Yeah. yeah. And so, but, but you know, to, before we get into what happened on Raw, I yeah. loved at Clash of Champions that they pulled a page from NXT. They took a, they took a, uh, a, a move from the NXT playbook where they had Seth Rollins... You know, celebrating his win over Braun Strowman, which was a good match. Yeah, uh, I didn't love them having to denigrate the the stomp and put over the pedigree as like his super finisher. Right, right. Because I right. brief technical difficulty <laughs> there. Yeah. Hopefully, the rest of the episode gets seen after this. Fingers crossed. Cheers to it. Hopefully, <laughs> this episode's not sponsored by anyone, but we nope. just had a cheer. <laughs> um, so, as we were saying, um, yep. at the pay per view. Uh, I didn't love that they kind of uh, um, made the stomp seem a little less weak. How, made, made the stomp seem a little weak. However, I understand that it's Braun Strowman. He's this yep. massive man. It takes a lot to put him down. Yes, it um, does. So, so I, I, I guess it made sense. So I didn't hate all of that. I did like the match. I thought they had a good match. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved all the after stuff because I think that they took – I loved, like I was saying, they took a page from the NXT playbook where they – had Seth come up the ramp and do his celebratory thing, and they have the logo pop up like the show's about to end. Yeah. But before the show can end, they had the Bray Wyatt lights all start to go off or whatever, and you were just like, oh. I was even I was in the middle of texting one of my friends who was mm-hmm. at the show, and I was saying to him, oh, man, they totally – I was literally in the middle of typing saying – Ah, a huge mistake not to include the fiend right. at, at, at the end of the show. And before I could push send, it was like, pew, 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 and like everything started shutting down. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, so I loved that. I thought they did a great job. The image of him like standing over Seth Rollins, all like holding his head, just looked so cool. Yeah. The the hurt glove thing over his, just the imagery of everything related to the fiend is so metal that mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, so I loved the end of that show, and I loved this opening with Seth kind of yep. like getting into it on Raw and kind of like, although it was a little dorky when the when <laughs> when his response to the crowd chanting "Yowie Wowie" was yeah. "Yowie Wowie" indeed. <laughs> so yeah, a little dorky for some reason, uh, but I liked it in general. Man, that crowd, yeah, is it was hot. Is, is hot for Bray Wyatt. Yeah, they yep. want. I think. Look at. We've talked about it before a little bit, but I and I tweeted over the weekend. Yes, is it rushing into Bray Wyatt as uh, as champion? Yes, yeah, it is. But you know what? We also always give WWE crap for taking too long on things and not striking while then, the iron is hot. Well, let me then okay. you can have your rebuttal. All right, and not striking while the iron is hot, like Braun Strowman, for yeah. example, where Braun Strowman was at this apex, everyone was super into it, and they just didn't pull the trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, Bray Wyatt is not some new wrestler. 
Yes, the fiend might be a new character, his, his new incarnation mm-hmm. of his character, but Bray Wyatt is not new to WWE. He's also not new to the WWE title scene or, or, or anything of that nature. So mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, yes, is it rushing to it? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I go, it's the hottest thing in wrestling right now, mm-hmm. and you're heading into a war with another company. Why not? Put all your money. Like, why not just bet and go all in? No pun intended. On the guy who's the hottest thing in wrestling right now. Yeah, and I hear your point of view. Totally understand where you're coming from. My thing is this: Yes, he's not new to the WWE, sure, but he has not worked for a lot of people in the WWE for quite some time. And I mean the Bray Wyatt character itself. When it first started, great, everyone was into it. The lights, boom, boom, the music, everyone was down. The Bray Wyatt, the Wyatt fan, but it was always this kind of like. Yeah, it's it's cool, it's fun, but it's somehow something something missing. The something missing something was missing. lack of wins. Right. I thought I was going to get my rebuttal. Sorry, there's something missing, and you're like, <laughs> what is missing? And then you see this thing with the fiend, and you're like, great, the Firefly and the Funhouse, they took their time. So, like, which game are you playing? You're going to take your time, you're going to rush it. They took their time with the Firefly Funhouse to let you get into the idea of him being the fiend. He's been attacking the legends. It's been great to shoot him up the roster already after Rollins. That concerns me. Why? Because it could flame out rather than be a long fire like the undertaker was and i think that concerns me as well because if bray uh, if this goes back if they give him the title goes back full to seth could be a great program but if in the end all you've done is put seth over even more and lose the 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 fire and the danger of bray that's my concern so yes could it work absolutely i do have a right to be cautious do fans have a right to be cautious Absolutely, because we've seen Bray get burned before. I've been a fan of Bray from the beginning. Yeah. I know that Christian Harloff has gone back and forth on Bray, hasn't always been sold. And a lot of people online haven't always been sold on Bray. I think this, the, the people who aren't always sold on Bray, it's because it's not necessarily not sold on the character, but they're not sold on the execution. Yeah, execution. And that's, Absolutely. It's more because that's really of those losses. It's, yes. it's one of those things where and I know it's, it's, it, it, totally is that Bray always was like, Teed up, teed up, teed up, and then he'd be booked to lose. Yep. And, and and it made his words, his character's words, uh, ring hollow. Yep. And, and it made it seem like, well, we can't get into this guy. He's a, He loses all the time. He, right. he's, he talks a big game, which is why you like him. He's got this cool mythology also. But at the end of the day, he loses. So right. why would you follow a cult leader who always loses? He's the, like, you know, you know, and I think yeah. that that's why where the disconnect always is, was, always was. Um, I feel like... If you then show, no, the Fiend doesn't lose. Yeah. The Fiend isn't a loser like Bray Wyatt was when he was part of a cult in the family. The right. Fiend, which was the monster inside of Bray sure. Wyatt that whole time, he wins so much that he wins the WWE title off the bat. I kind of love that. Cool. But then what do you do with Rollins? I, to be honest with you, I think, look, I love, I like Seth Rollins. You're not going to have a, fa- I'm a, a fan of Seth Rollins. He'll lead the company. Why not? For a while. You're not going to have the heel lead the company for a while. Going into Fox, the Fox and the Battle of Fox, you have well, to Fox, have it. You can't. I'm put, sorry, not going into Fox. Going into against TNT. It seems like Bray going to be on Raw. Okay. Right? If right, he's going right, to win the fair. Universal That's Championship. That's fair. Um, and then with the draft coming up, they've made it clear in the press releases that right. like they're going to go back to having distinct brands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Distinct storylines that don't cross over. They're going to be separate. Okay. If Bray Wyatt's in the Raw title, the Universal title scene, I don't think we have to worry about him in the, in the, in right, the, going in into Fox down. there, right? Yeah, right, right. So that's honestly why I think they're going to do it. They go like, okay, okay, Fox is our safe thing. Fox is like, we have to play WWE safe. We got to do right. what we do best, not take these big risks, do our thing over on SmackDown, good wrestling. The, we want to present the classic WWE show, right? Right, right. Which is why I think they put Bischoff in charge of it and they moved Ed Kosky over there. 
I think with Raw, they want to show that Raw is different now. Okay. They want to have this scary cult leader, this yeah. scary serial killer like figure at the at the front of it, right? All this like scary stuff going. Mm-hmm. There's more. I I think they're gonna try and give the vibe of Raw is the more adult show. Yeah. SmackDown is the more WWE show right. you're used to, and that's why they're going to have Bray Wyatt. I honestly think Seth Rollins is going to get moved to SmackDown. Wow. I think Seth Rollins and Becky get moved to SmackDown. I think, mm. I think that, Br- and that Bray Wyatt somehow wins the uni- – well, when's, when's the draft? October? Is, a- is it after Hell in a Cell, right? Yeah, it's yeah. after Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. I think Bray Wyatt wins the Universal Championship. Seth Rollins and Becky get moved over to SmackDown. Wow. And we do some okay. weird stuff with Bray Wyatt on Raw with Heyman at the helm. Because this whole show was like yeah, it one was. long episode of the Firefly Funhouse. And mm-hmm. you're telling me you wouldn't be into that if they keep doing that? No. Really? Not if they keep doing yeah, it. You don't like the Firefly Funhouse it's, it's as much not that, it's not, Yeah, yeah. I'm not crazy metal like you. I'm not crazy about it like you are. Like you're insane about it. I love anything. it. Yeah. Uh, anything he does. You're, you're loving this whole thing with the feet. Love it. Uh, yeah. And I get it. And I respect that. And It's just cool. I, yeah, and totally. And I think there should be a balance, though, because what's going to rise up against him? I if it's guesses. not Seth... What's going to rise up against him? And so I worry about that. Well, look at, and, but, but, and having but, Seth get beat by The Fiend and then get shoved off to another, that's bad for his brand. That's bad for him with the fans. And I don't think they're going to do that to Seth. I really don't. Uh, that would look terrible for him. That's why I wonder about the situation because you can't have Seth losing all the time to The Fiend. He hasn't lost all time to beat Braun Strowman. No, no, he I'm beat saying Brock if Lesnar. he goes into this feud oh. with The Fiend, if he starts to take losses repeatedly, then you're undercutting Seth. And you just have all this time building him up as a face. I think he just loses one, and then he gets shipped off to SmackDown and becomes the <laughs> face of SmackDown. He becomes one of the top guys on SmackDown. You already have Roman there. Roman's not there all the time anymore. Like, Roman's yeah. not trying to be the WWE champion right now. They're, they're doing yeah. other things with Roman. He wants to do outreach okay. stuff. Okay. Seems like they want Seth Rollins to be one of the top guys. I don't know. I think... It's interesting. I think... I don't know. Yeah, I think that... That's what I, I mean. Think, I honestly think that you have... You have... Uh, excuse me. Uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Be, win the title and just become... Like, I'm trying to think of what it can be compared to. Like, the... Raw becomes like Pride Rock, where once Scar took over, it just became this dark, grim place. That's what I picture Bray Wyatt's Raw becoming, mm. where it's just like this scary man right. who they don't know when he's going to come out. Like they, this, this scary, dominant presence that it's like, I, I like that. I yeah. think that's cool. Um, so Finn comes back to challenge him. Maybe. That would be the logical thing. That, maybe like down the line or yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know, that you let, you have Finn, uh, excuse me, Bray Wyatt, I keep saying Finn for some reason, but Bray Wyatt, you have Bray Wyatt just kind of dominating Raw yeah. for a while, being the scary presence until someone is able to rise up and take him down at WrestleMania. That's cool six months of TV for me. Yeah, all right. We'll see what happens. Certainly. Uh, and sorry, we've gone so far off the point from we this have. opening segment, right. but the opening segment to me, I loved it. I thought that, you know, him coming out there and doing the whole apology, like I, you know, I, I liked him talking about it and yeah. stuff. And then saying, was this when he said he was going to be there later? He, he might show up later in the yes. night, too? Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Yeah. And the whole, like, when they do the camera up close and they switch between Bray Wyatt and The Fiend, it looks so cool to me. Yeah, I thought it was interesting to do for him to do a promo to Bray Wyatt in the Firefly Funhouse. It's the first time we kind of crossed the lines there yeah. where he is doing the promo from inside. So now it's not fake anymore. Now that everyone can yeah. see the Firefly Funhouse, it's not his mind anymore. But it's it's a real thing that exists, and you can interact with it as Seth did. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. That's, you're, that's, that's, that's a good point. Step. That is the first time anyone's really interacted with yeah. the Funhouse that, you, that that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, but they still had Ramblin' Rabbit pop up and, yeah. like, and do the whole thing where he's like, this isn't what it looks like. This isn't what it looks like. And then right. he had to like, slam down again. And even at the you know, 
after this, when they had the upside down graphic. Yeah. And then at the end of the show, when it's like the the fun house or whatever, I think what we're supposed to get from that, since we probably won't talk about it at the very end, because we probably will forget, I think what we're supposed to get from that is that the fun house is starting to crumble somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever's keeping the fun house together yeah. is breaking down a little bit. I think that's what we're supposed to get from, like, the right. weird burns on the film and, like, turning black and white I think that's fair. brown for a second sure. and rambling rabbit popping up. The closer he gets out of it, it starts to kind of change a little bit. Right. Well, here's my thing. I, I don't want them to keep calling him Bray Wyatt. He's, he's the fiend. Call him the fiend. They do say he's the fiend. the fiend. No, all across the board. Well, nobody's Bray Wyatt when he's in the funhouse. That's what I'm saying. I don't want him to be called Bray Wyatt because by calling him Bray Wyatt, you're calling in the stuff of Bray Wyatt from before. I like if that's he's, the point. If he's going to go fiend, then go be fiend, and you should call him the fiend, and that way the people have it in their head and blah, blah, blah. But so this it, time it was weird to see him calling him Bray Wyatt, now like flat out calling him Bray Wyatt. But isn't Bray Wyatt and the fiend two separate entities? Aren't they two separate entities? In whose world? That's the same person. In this world of what, we're, of what they're building here. They're the same person. Bray Wyatt who's, is the person who's in the funhouse. Right. The fiend is the monster inside well, of him that he unleashes. That's what I'm saying. If you're that doing, is keeping all this together. If you're doing a promo... Don't call him Bray Wyatt. But that is Bray Wyatt. Fuck with him by calling him the Fiend. That's my point. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's my point. Okay. And I think if Seth's going to... Seth should have called him right. the Fiend. I mean, look, I don't do it professionally cutting promos. But that being said, you want to really mess with somebody and get the fans back on your side against somebody as over as Bray is or as the Fiend is, start calling him by that. And then he has to react to that. Like, you're calling me the wrong name. Like, something like that. or That's not me right now. And all of that, you start messing, and it could add to the whole crumbling of the funhouse. Could be fun. I'm just saying. No, I like, yeah, no, I, 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 I bet you they'll go that in that direction. I hope so. And so I mean, like you said, this is the first time anyone's actually interacting yeah. with someone in the funhouse. Right, right. All right, so Fiend says he might show up tonight. Uh, and then we go, sorry, <clears throat> we go to the backstage, and Charlie stops Braun Strowman. Strowman was a bit dismissive about being stopped uh, and says, the next person Gets that ring, you're gonna get these hands. Please stop. Please stop saying get these hands. Please stop saying get don't these stop hands. Don't stop saying please. Please get these stop hands. saying get these hands. It's a it's a you don't need a catchphrase, son. What? You are strong enough without it. Use it sparingly, therefore, it still has more impact. In essence, you're doing like uh, what you see uh Urkel do in freaking family matters. Did I knew you're just repeating the same slogan over and over again. You don't need to. You know, you know what though? What's that? You made a terrible comparison there. I'm, no, I'm because just saying. Because Urkel's did I do that, him saying that so often has yes. made him someone that will forever be ingrained in people's minds, and that phrase will be forever ingrained sure. in people's minds, and which is why that show was so him. successful. But how do people think about him now? Well, that's what I'm saying. He, he's Jaleel White's really crying over that syndication money and the way people are looking at him now. He still make, he still has, lives a good life from that syndication Again, money. Again, you with this money thing. Money means nothing if you got no pride and respect from the from your peers. People have what pride and respect. wrong You're with telling you? me that saying that anyone with a famous catch that's like saying the Rock has no pride and respect. Whoa. because Know your role and shut your mouth. How dare with something he's the done Rock all the time. Has Forty catchphrases. It isn't one. Yes, yeah, but that's you gotta adapt. Say you shouldn't be saying get these hands. I'm just saying every single time at the end of every that's promo. That's what he's supposed to do. It's pro wrestlers do. That's what catchphrases are. That's what gets. What? That's like saying, oh, Hulk Hogan, you said what you're going to do, brother, one too many times. Maybe pull it back. He's unfairly vilified. He doesn't do that. Woo is a different thing. Woo is great. Woo is a celebration. 
Get these hands is like a catch. Ric Flair, you don't always need to say to be the man, you got to beat the man. No, and he didn't always say that. But I will say this. You got to do it sparingly. That's what I'm saying. So Gold, maybe you don't say that's the bottom line one or two times. He made it work, that's for sure. But uh, he also didn't say it every single promo. And I'm just saying. He definitely said it in literally almost every single promo. Oh, my God. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said that's how he said promo. That's like how he ends every promo. When When he got into the what chance, there was no that's the bottom line shit. There was none of that. I'm just saying, Bray, you don't need it. So you're saying when he stopped doing it is when he was less over. No, I'm saying when he stopped doing it because he didn't need to do it anymore because he was over as hell. And I'm saying, Strowman, you're over as hell. Stop doing get these hands. That's all I'm saying. All right, anyway, let's move on. Ziggler and Dolph uh, with the rival. They come out talking their victories because both of them took those tag team titles at uh, uh, Clash of Champions. Good matches, both those matches, too, for the tag team titles. Really enjoyed them. So happy that Rude and Ziggler are getting their chance. Rude getting on the mic saying all you people saying shit about us. It wasn't because you weren't doing your job, son. It's because they were booking you badly. Everybody was behind Robert Roode. They just were mad that you were being booked incorrectly. Now you're being booked while you deserve it. Let's see what happens when you say, I was excited by them winning. I had a feeling they would win. I didn't do that video, but I had a feeling they would win. And I was happy happy that they got it done. Uh, The Royal, a little bit less so, but New Day's kind of, they don't need the titles. New Day's a team that doesn't need the titles. They're so over. Um, So it was good to see them talking, but then strong. Roman comes out, absolutely demolishes the entire thing, and Rude runs out of there, leaving Ziggler to get his ass kicked. But I, I, this is, see what you see? See what this? You don't need to get these hands. Just come in there, destroy four people, and run the walk the fuck on out. You don't need the catchphrase. You're good to go. You gotta sell t-shirts, man. That's how you Fair. sell t-shirts. I respect that. Uh, Did you like this old, this was a good way of so putting first, him back in the Monster Among Men thing? I, uh, I also liked Rude and Ziggler winning the tag team yeah. titles. Yep. I, I didn't want Braun and Seth to continue no. on as tag team champions. And, you know, I, I had mentioned this on Twitter last night, but uh, when I did a recent interview with Cedric Alexander, he mentioned that Paul Heyman was a big fan of a match that he had on main event a few months ago with Robert Roode. Yeah. And that that kind of led, he, and he believes that that's kind of why Heyman started to uh, give him a push once he yeah. became the executive director of the show officially. Um, and now we're seeing with Robert Roode as well. You know, Robert Roode is getting an opportunity here. He yes. got the tag team titles on Sunday, and he gets to wrestle in the main event against yeah. the Universal Champion on Raw. Um, cool. I, I dig it. I think that, you know, Robert Roode, is an asset if, if positioned correctly. Absolutely. Um, and the fans are behind it. Yes. Fans scream glorious as soon as he came out. And Dolph, look at people want to talk crap on Dolph, but he's a heat magnet, dude. Like mm-hmm. he's people are always you know people are gonna boo him if he wants to get booed. Yeah. He's really good at that. I yeah. mean that that and he's so smooth in the ring that like you he's one of those guys that you compare him with anyone. He's gonna be a good team. I yeah. Mean, it's it, it's he's. He is a clutch player. Right? So so I also was happy that they got the tag team titles, something new for both of them. Yep. I was so over the it should have been me stuff. I was so over some of the other stuff they've been doing with him. Uh, I think this will be good for both. And similar with Braun Strowman, I think that this they, they, they are, despite him losing, it took so much to put him down at, yeah. at Clash of Champions. Yep. Um, and I do think they're on the path to getting him back to where he needs to be uh, to be a valuable asset to the, to the company again and, and to get to a point to where he can be Universal Champion again, which I think is necessary. Maybe he's so, the fiend. he'll fight the Fiend. Maybe, but I, I can I, see him destroying the Firefly Funhouse. Maybe. But I think he'll be one of the people that, that fights the Fiend if he wins the, yeah. the, the Universal Championship. But I see Fiend holding it to WrestleMania at least. How? Really? It just makes the most sense to me. You think he'll win at a Hell in a Cell and then hold it till WrestleMania? I would like to see that, yes. Maybe I'm thinking too highly in my head, but I would like to see that. I think it's, I think, I think 
that he can make it that he can keep the six months uh, entertaining to where they can they can do stuff with this new character that they haven't been able to do with other characters in okay. the past. So I love it. I can see them doing that. Okay. Um, but Braun Strowman was great here. I like the get these hands thing. I disagree with Roka. <laughs> dope catchphrase. Keep doing it. It is a dope catchphrase. I didn't say it wasn't. I'm saying stop using it so much. Um, and uh, but I like the revival winning too. I like the revival winning. I think they should be te- like you said. The new day doesn't need it necessarily. Yeah, they don't need it. So um, and I think the revival would be better on SmackDown anyways. Um, mm. I've I've dug the stuff they've been doing with Randy Orton. So keeping them over on SmackDown makes sense. Um, yeah, so I thought the segment wasn't bad or mm-hmm. anything like that. Um, and also a good way to talk about all those things from the pay-per-view. Yep, fair point, <laughs> fair point. Uh, all right, uh, Nikki, and Alexa, uh, uh, Nikki and Alexa are in the back. Are they face or heel, for God's sake? I think they're faces now. Yeah, yeah. even though Alexa's being all shady and... and, and, and uh, she's being more out... She's being more nice lately. Yeah, but she's still throwing the shade in in those promos a little bit in those conversations with Nikki. I think she's I supposed just, to be a face now. I, think I don't want them to, I don't like him as faces. <laughs> I, I don't, don't want it. I do not accept you as faces. I don't care what you do. <laughs> uh, Viking Raiders uh, and Cedric uh, take on the OC next here. This was a, a good match, you would say. Uh, AJ gets the pin on Cedric, continuing the demolition that they did at the pay-per-view of Cedric, which was interesting, but I imagine it's leading to a Cedric real explosion. Um, then the OC attacks the Viking Raiders after Afterwards, who of course are now uh, fully faces, uh, and then AJ tries to jump off the rope. Cedric tries to stop him, and then AJ does the plant uh, on off the top rope, which is incredible. South uh, clash, the South clash rather, and it's uh, done. Yeah, and uh, AJ is left standing because everyone else is on the ground. Yeah, so there also was that moment in the match where uh, Ivar went to do a senton to the oh, outside on top and they all just kind of like moved, yeah. and he just like landed on the ground so hard. I felt so bad for his back. <laughs> it there. was nope, nope. Uh, Not taking that yeah. one. And we so didn't you, discuss that. They're, they're like, they're not, you know, like, sure, go right here. We'll catch you. Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, you know, I it's weird. I, I saw I saw Brian Alvarez from The Observer. He was tweeting about, about how this is just, like, absolutely burying Cedric Alexander lately. Not even. Not even. No. And I don't feel that way it's at not, all. It's not. Going from not on the show at all or only in the show, running across the screen with 20 right. other guys right. chasing out the 24-7 title, to being in a program with AJ Styles yeah. is not being buried. Nope. If anything, it's the opposite of that. Yep. He shouldn't be beating AJ Styles yet. AJ Styles is one of the longest WWE champions as of recent memory. Right. It should be a struggle to beat AJ Styles. AJ Styles is uh, one of the top guys in the company. Well, you also have to ask, is this your first time watching wrestling? Like, you know, <laughs> you know that when they bury someone like this, it's because they're setting them up to come back, especially someone as over as Cedric. It's different when they're burying someone that they know the fans are not behind because they just want to be done with. Yeah, exactly, which I wish they would. Uh, you know, then then they're just getting getting rid of them. But with something like this, they're doing this, especially the hometown burial, is on purpose to give him more motivation so that when he starts to finally win, fight back and get to the position to win, it is because he has taken all these losses, and it will lead to great promos, uh, which will be, hopefully, Cedric's, uh, Cedric's, this is your opportunity to step up to the mic and do some great promos, talking about, I had to f- die in front of my hometown, I got beat, and, so, and that was embarrassing, do you know what that's like to walk with that, I had to go back into the dungeon and fight and build myself back up again, so I could take on AJ Styles, that's how it works, that's... I'm glad I'm not crazy because this is how I was looking no. at my phone going like, buried? Yeah. Like, 
this is why people yeah. assume people are being buried because they lost a couple matches. Like, he's losing to AJ Styles. Yeah. 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 Like, he's not losing to No Way Jose. And he's losing in such dismissive ways that AJ will be overlooking him. And so when he beats them, AJ will have to go through his own crisis of confidence. It all works for the overall storyline. So. And I know what, he's gonna, what he would say to that. He would say, well, have you watched WWE? But it's like, they do that all the time. I don't know yeah. why people jump to like hating this. It's like they have weeks of storylines yeah. to fill. Yeah, Cedric Alexander shouldn't be beating AJ Styles right, right away. Yeah. Like you know, and like, it's okay to he, choose. And he did beat him that one time. Right, he, he did beat him, and now the champion, the former champion or former world champion, is pissed. Yeah. that this young upstart made him look bad, and now he's making him pay for it until Cedric Alexander flips it on him, right. and then he wins. It's like, it's that's a wrestling 101. Yeah, exactly. And don't be surprised if a year from now, uh, when AJ turns back to face, Cedric and AJ win, a tag team, win the tag team titles. Don't be surprised. Don't yeah. be surprised. Very confused by all that. Yeah, yeah. that I, was I, weird. I was seeing all the tweets about the uh, burying, and I was like, oh wait, they buried him? And I looked, and I was like, oh no, it was a brutal burial, which means they're setting up for an even greater comeback. Yes. It just makes the most sense. Yes. Uh, all right, core storylines. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Let's get to the King of the Ring final, which was kind of just thrown in here into the raw. It was weird. It should have been on the pay-per-view. I agree a million percent. Especially it made because... It no it, sense to put uh, it on the on the raw. Especially because it didn't main event the show. No. If it wasn't going to main event raw... Yeah. Then it should have been on the pay-per-view. It's a throwaway thing. I agree. But, I mean, you built this whole thing up. You made a massive deal out of it on Raw and SmackDown. You promoted it to all the public Promo- yeah. trades. And you everyone- like, made this huge deal about it. Exactly. And everyone saw it coming. King Corbin. Everyone saw it coming. And it happened. Yes. But it happened, and it was kind of like... It wasn't as awesome as it should have been. Even though the match was great. The, the match, match was, was fantastic. Damn good. That belonged on a pay-per-view. I think and you're right, Corbin Ryan. will be a good King of the Ring. Yeah, sure. It'll be fun. It'll be absolutely fun doing it. And uh, uh, and Chad loses nothing by losing. No, if anything, look at this tournament. Look, at, as much as I wanted him to win, this tournament definitely put Chad Gable on the map, people. Yeah. I know you were saying before, no, Chad Gable's not over, but you can't say it after watching changing that match. My tune, yeah. Okay, cool, because that crowd was so firmly yeah. behind him. Yeah. They were chanting his name. They were into Chad Gable. Right. And there were moments where I genuinely thought he was going to win. I loved the way he also, it's clear he's been working with Kurt Angle. Oh, sure. It's, I mean, I don't have insight, 100% insight on that, but it seems pretty evident that he's working with Kurt Angle just based on the way that he's been working the, the ankle lock in this yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. I love what he's been doing. Uh, I love this match. I thought that Chad Gable pulled off some dope stuff. These two had a fantastic singles match. Agreed. Um, the, there were times where my my girlfriend was uh, grocery shopping at the beginning of Raw, and she came in during this match during one of the later near falls where I actually thought that maybe Chad Gable was going to win for a second. I yeah. forget which one it was. Might have been after he did the rolling German suplex thing they did. I forget what it was exactly, but there was a moment where I like actually thought he was going to win, and I went like, "Oh!" Like when, when Baron Corbin <laughs> kicked out, and two seconds later, or like a minute later, my girlfriend comes walking in the door, and she's like, "Were you just screaming in here?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, dude, I thought Cable was going to win." And then like two more things happen, and then the flips him around, and he hit him with the end of days, and I went like, "No!" <laughs> and then. Uh, Corbin won, but you know what? Like, I say no, and yeah, but it's just because I really wanted Chad Gable to win because I'm a big Chad Gable fan. But sure. ultimately, the fact that these two guys, you know, were able to make someone like me who 
I watch a lot of wrestling, and I'm in the moment screaming while watching my TV that my girlfriend can hear outside of our apartment. Clearly, they did something good yeah, here. I, agree. Um, I enjoy the tournament as a whole. Um, and, you know, I, I noticed in an interview that Baron Corbin did prior to winning, he said that if he wins, he's going to try to make uh, Chad Gable his jester. And I'm wondering <laughs> if that's where all the Shorty G stuff is going. Because that's where I went. My mind went. We everyone's oh, been trying to figure brilliant. out what the shorty G thing is going to be. Oh my god, that could be like a stipulation of the ma- of one of the matches if, because obviously this is going to be a program that I'm, lasts. Oh, so you see poor Chad in the in, in like Chad. a jester. But I think outfit Chad could make shorty it work. G. From what I saw, Chad can make it work. Make it funny. Make it, and then you sympathize with him even more until he finally breaks yeah. back out. Yeah, right, right. I don't know. I'm, I was very nervous Corbin, when I saw that because yeah. I go like, oh, I've been defending it, but they just make him. Corbin's jester. Oh, they call him Shorty G. I'm like, oh no. And then if if he beats him, then uh, later on Corbin will be have to be the jester to that. That totally works. <laughs> uh, you can see Corbin that jester outfit pissed off. All right, let's move on to the useless part of the night. That's the Canellas gender reveal of their baby. I could give two shits. It's a boy. This Wait, this all- is all great. You're a fucking insane person. This was the worst part of the night. So all of a sudden, Ricochet's the dad just to give Canellas a fucking match against well, Ricochet. Well, no, he wasn't the dad. Well, he, what he said and then Ricochet went in there. Whatever, it was Maria. clear, but he was like, I didn't do it. Man. Whatever, whatever Maria gurgled out of her mouth and then Ricochet had to go fight uh, Mike in the match. And of course, Ricochet won. It was like two minutes. And then, and then Rusev came out. What the fuck was that all about? And then Rusev, I'm sorry, I'm cousin so much. I'm sorry, Scott Satton. Oh, Scott Satton. I'm sorry, yeah. Scott Satton. I mean, that's why I wasn't on First Family. All right, so he comes running yeah, I think down. you're allowed to cuss. I think I'm not allowed Oh, to fair, enough, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, I'm not he doesn't either. care about your future. Yeah, he's in good Clearly. <laughs> that's why he didn't put you on the show. <laughs> or maybe that is why because I knew this is where I was supposed to be uh, anyway they go down the uh, Rusev comes out for whatever reason and then destroys Mike Canales as well for the love of God pay them to stay home you've done this with so many other wrestlers please nobody cares All right, I cared ahead. I actually found it very entertaining I laughed at all <sighs> of this the part where when they said uh, um well, the street profits made it worth it. When they the, were funny when they earlier in the night, baby the on a pole match. Yeah, I'm down with a baby Maria on a pole match. Pole. No, they said Maria on a pole. Well, they also said baby on a pole. Yeah, remember when they and said Maria on said, a pole? The oh, Maria on a pole joke. Yeah, the Maria on a pole joke. I skipped that. I don't want it. That's going too far. <laughs> I laughed at it. Look, I laughed at this whole segment. I was, you know. Also, I feel like one of the things you left out here is oh, that yeah? they circled back to the Angelo Dawkins stuff. Angelo Dawkins had that one moment where oh, he said, yeah. oh, man, for a second, I was scared it was going to be me. Yeah, right, and they were like, that. what? And now that's the, th- I believe it's the third time Dawkins has acted weird about the Maria situation. I'm just saying, I'm, I really do think that they're leaning heavily into the fact that Angelo Dawkins is going to be the dad. For the love of God, the Street Profits do not need to be connected to the Canela C, Canela's eyes. Canela At all. At Oh, uh, why attach yourself to an anchor that makes no sense when you're trying to rise up? I'll be honest with you. I, the past few weeks, I was actually disappointed they had, had moved away from the Canellises. I, I, I have found this whole baby thing pretty entertaining myself. I laughed at all that. I when when she said, "No, it's Ricochet." The look on Ricochet's face of like, and then everyone looking at him too, like, "Whoa!" I I was dying. I cracked the the hell up. I I thought it was funny, and then you know. After the break, when she's yelling at him, and she's like, "Maybe I'll let you know who your father, the real father, is." And then Rusev's music hit. What's that all about? Not sure what that's all about. I'm, I, um, 
you know, they Listen, kept his surprise, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, his return of surprise. He was like kept in the van, yeah. back, you know, the bus backstage, the cafe bus or whatever, where they keep the big talent uh, that they're trying to keep a surprise. Um, and I'm told it kind of came together the last minute when they told mm. him, when they asked him to come out. Um, Russo looking in probably the best shape of his career. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Very uh, slim and so, strong, still strong. Yeah. yeah. Um, with Freddie Mercury mustache, too, now. Yeah, true. Um, but I, I, um, I liked it, but I do. I wonder where they're going with it. Because yeah. I don't think that Rusev needs to be paired with Maria. No. I don't think he needs that. Um, but I'm pretty sure he's not the father. And this is just kind of like a distraction to kind of get him back. And then I bet you, I'm assuming Lana will be playing some part in all of this too, where Lana comes back and we, it's, it, it's to repair Lana and Rusev, I imagine. And I don't think he's actually the father. I think this is another distraction, just like Ricochet was. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. That's cool. Hey, I also Are like the Rowan stuff. I like the Rowan stuff too. I like when they have mystery Rowan, angles. Rowan's great. But it was another mystery angle. Yeah. I like this is like a fun mystery thing of who knocked up Maria Canellis. It's a fun angle. How is that a fun angle? I've that laughed. means she's sleeping around the locker room behind her husband's back. How is that a positive angle? Have you I didn't say first of all, this is pro wrestling. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you human beings. A positive angle. It's you a, don't it's, have a KKK guy coming out. It's yo, a, but, oh, are you comparing someone Chino to the saying, fucking KKK? Are you I, out of your mind? I didn't go to the Nazis. At least I kept it in, in the realm of <laughs> cheating on your wife is not the same as being in the KKK. Well, first, first of all, of all, he's not cheating on his wife. Sorry, She's cheating, cheating on, on your husband is not the same as being involved in the KKK. Number one. I don't know. Second of all, I don't get involved in those gradations. Have you gradations. ever watched a soap opera? This is a human. This is a male soap opera with 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 men fighting this in it. This is a male and female soap opera. Let, Good, let me correct yeah, you. Male and female soap opera. That's what I'm saying. You don't and need to have the stock character of the cheating wife. You don't need it. Who's sleeping around with the so whole locker room? But, but if they're in on it, it's not like she's actually sleeping around with the locker room. I know. This isn't like they did it with Sunny. The Storyline where, like, where they're like playing off of a real life thing to kind of like rib her a little bit. This is a married oh. woman with a child. I didn't know about that with Sunny. Yeah. All right. You know, I'm just saying this isn't like well, Sunny was very known fact. Sunny <laughs> I was. I don't get involved. Was, in that. was doing things like that. Go look in the history. All right, books. fine. I'll go look in the history books. <laughs> Uh, I just don't like it. That's all I'm getting at. Let's move on. I loved it. All right, fair enough. You, you we're, uh, we're disagreeing on that. All right, uh, we, what I missed is that Kane uh, and uh, oh, uh, yes. r are having this. Kane's giving him this tour in Tennessee. He is the governor or mayor of some town in Tennessee. Knox County. Knox County. <laughs> Question. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, in, Kane. K- in, in kayfabe WWE universe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is there now another iteration of Kane? Because there's Kane. Right. And then there's corporate Kane. There's no corporate Kane anymore. There's Kane and there's Mark whatever his Glenn, name is. Glenn Jacobs. Oh, Glenn Jacobs. Mark is Undertaker. Sorry. But he referred to himself as Glenn Jacobs. Because he's the mayor of Glenn Jacobs. So wouldn't that be a third entity of Kane? What do you mean? There's Kane and Glenn Jacobs. There's Kane. There's corporate Kane where he was where he was maskless in a suit. And then now there's oh, Mayor right. Glenn Jacobs. But corporate Kane was a phase he was going through. It was a gimmick, but, but they called face. him Corporate Kane. He was still Kane, though. But in when the Rock was in the corporation, he was still the Rock. But he wasn't called Corporate Rock. He was called the Rock because he called the Rock. This was when he wasn't Scary Man. Right, right, right. When he was in a suit. Right. When he wasn't Hellboy. Yeah. Wrong term. When he wasn't Fireboy. Whatever. Yeah. When he wasn't Mister Hell. He yeah. was in a suit. Yes. And he was known as Corporate Kane. Right. 
So is this not a third entity in the WWE universe? Sure. Like in the record books, sure. Is it Kane? It's just Kane. Because they said it's the first mayor to be 24-7 champion. Right. Kane is not the mayor of Knox County. Glenn Jacobs is the mayor of Knox County. Is the fiend Bray Wyatt or is the Ray Wyatt the fiend? It's they're the same. T- they're two separate entities. We just had this discussion a little while ago. <laughs> two separate entities. Yes, they are. They're the same person. They're the same person. But in the record books, even K-Fabe is the same mayor person. Glenn Jacobs, who was 24-7 champion? Yes. So Kane was not 24-7 Kane champion. Kane was not 24-7 champion. So then there's three, ent- there's three different ver- You're characters. giving corporate Kane a separate entity, and I don't agree. It's just Kane going through a separate part of his still. He's still Kane. Kane in a suit, though. Is married Kane different from single Kane? It's still, <laughs> it's still Kane. It's not the same thing. It's still Kane. No, no, yes. no. That's even an, that's a life choice, even. That's even bigger than corporate Kane. <laughs> and the KKK. All right, let me move on. Oh, God, no, no, no. <laughs> you want three Kanes? You want stop, a KKK? Stop, stop. Oh, God. <laughs> stop it, Roka. Uh, you started it. Uh, but I, these segments were fun. I liked when he when he brought the referee out, and then he like this was great. And then Truth realized what was going on, and yeah. he was like, "I got another engagement. I got to be in." And he started running away and hit the pole. That cracked me up. I loved it. And then when he was hanging on the top of the limousine, the, the limo was great too. Yeah, oh, and so getting good. A, and getting a, the title back. That was so much. See, that's comedy, ladies and gentlemen. That's how you do it when you have actual people who can do it. All right, let's move on. Rey Mysterio versus Cesaro. Uh, interesting promo by Cesaro mentioning Dominic. Uh, wait, wait, also, sure, sure, sure. I liked when he when he won when he beat Richard Truth for the title, and he went and knew, and then he went, "You still got it." As he was running away, he changed "You still got it" to himself. himself. To himself. <laughs> Which cracked me Look, up. Look, you got to give reason. Glenn Jacobs so much credit, man, because this Kane thing, like a lot of people thought it was going to be one dimensional through the Undertaker's. Undertaker's brother, blah, blah, blah. But Kane, whenever Glenn gets to do his own thing, he is so much fun to watch. Yeah. As a, just without the mask and just as a person, right? When he was Corporate Kane, when he was, he never disappointed in terms of his promos or interactions. The Daniel Bryan thing, the no thing, he makes it all work. Whatever they throw at him, he's rarely not made something work. And it's kind of po- uh, a huge positive for him overall as a character. So shout out to Glenn Jacobs, man. It's been a fun episode. I really hope that everyone gets to see this and this isn't lost again since we had that technical difficulty. Oh, yeah. Let's hope so. Knock on wood. I know. I this agree. This has been a fun episode. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of going back. All right. Ray Mysterio versus Cesaro. Promos about Dominic coming down the aisle, and which leads to a fantastic match between these two guys. In the end, Ray gets the victory. Um, uh, but what, what have we done here? Cesaro's putting people over again. He's starting to lose a lot again. I mean, he doesn't lose anything because the NXT stuff kind of redeemed him a little bit here but or there then. But here he gets the loss against Ray. This kind of pushes the Ray thing coming back. What's the Dominic thing, though, man? Where, where are we going with this? Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. To be honest with you, it was, I, I really him. enjoyed the match. It was hard for me to focus on anything, though, because I was wondering where Cesaro's gear was. Oh, good point. <laughs> like, I was like, why is, what's he... Yeah. Why is he just in dress pants and like shoes with no socks? Right. Like, where's his gear? Like, where's his elbow pads? Like, where's his boots? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. I was real confused the whole match, and it wasn't Maybe really. Maybe this is a change. I hope it's not a change because that was a weird look. If it was, a it change. was, it was. Um, now, is that a separate Cesaro, or is that the real? Uh, the that's not, he doesn't have a different name. Just because you change your clothes, Roca, doesn't mean you. They, it was a whole different. Corporate gimmick. Kane literally changed his clothes. It was a different gimmick, though. They called him Corporate Kane. Okay. He was not treated as like the hell guy. He was treated as a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was like they even kept his mask in a cage to signify that that was a different one. That like keeping him. 
away from the mask was how to keep him away from the character, if I recall correctly. So now, is there a Hunter Hearst Helmsley, a Triple H, and a Triple H corporate Triple H? That's not the same thing. All right, but yes, there is. All right, but in but in the record books, he was always called Triple H. Right. When he was doing his other thing, he was called Corporate Kane. Okay. They didn't call him Kane. They called him Corporate Kane. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right. And now, they're not calling him Corporate Kane when he wins. He's no. calling him Jacobs. So I'm asking, since there are now three different things that you're supposed to call the person, just like Mick Foley. Yes. There are three now faces that's of Foley. Three versus three faces of Foley. So how is that different? Totally the different. Because they're, they're completely different characters. So is these. No, Corporate Kane is still Kane. He's just corporate. No, dude, love is not, different dude love is not Cactus Jack, but Dude Love. Cactus Jack, Dude Love, and Mankind are all three different things. Different characters. Yes. So was Corporate Kane so, and, then and regular Kane. a fourth character. Yes, and so is Glenn Jacobs. You're literally proving my point. No, I'm not actually. You're because, literally arguing in my favor No, here. because it's not Cactus Jack, Foley, and... Kane and, is Mankind. Corporate Kane. Kane is mankind. Oh, 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 right. Kane is mankind. Is it yes. comparable to mankind? Sure. Corporate Kane. No, corporate. This is what I'm telling you. If the name is still attached to the uh, next version, it is still the same thing. No, but it's not. Yes. Mick Foley is not the same as Dude Love, Cactus Jack, or uh, uh, Mankind. Corporate Kane is different than regular Kane. His name is literally Corporate Kane. If it was if it was a, a, a dude love Foley, then I wouldn't say it's a separate thing either. But I mean, like the American Badass is different than the Undertaker. You don't think so? It is. I don't want to talk about. So it. I mean, like you're literally making no sense in your argument. You just don't no, want to not. accept the fact. You just Got don't it. agree. You just don't want. To, you just don't want to get caught you out on this. You're not making any sense. You're calling me out. Doesn't make Again, sense. The American Badass is a completely different name from the Undertaker. Corporate Kane just added one thing in front of Kane. Kane is still the but foundation. But he completely changed his character. But Kane is still the foundation. There's no difference. Undertaker was still the foundation of the American Badass. You no. all knew it was the Undertaker, but he was now the American Badass. He was American Badass. It wasn't the Undertaker. It wasn't Call Up the Dead. It wasn't bringing up the spirits of the dead. But this is a completely third different, different character. name. So is this not? No. So even Glenn Jacobs, the mayor, isn't a different character than Kane? Glenn Jacobs is a different character. So he only has two characters. He only has two. Glenn Kane Jacobs, the mayor, and, Jacobs. And, and Kane. Right. Even though corporate Kane was a completely different gimmick. If Glenn Jacobs becomes Senator Glenn Jacobs, he's not a different character. Wait, what? Yeah. Because the mayor, Glenn Jacobs, if he becomes Senator Glenn Jacobs, guess what you just did? You just added a different title in front of the same name of Glenn Jacobs. So does that, by your logic... Then he's become a completely different character when he becomes Senator Glenn Jacobs. I don't know if you're understanding my point Glenn. here, but I'm talking about the gimmick itself was yes, totally but different. My point to you is if Kane is still in the name, then he is still Kane. He's just another version of Kane. It doesn't mean he's a different character. But you're, I didn't, I just said that there's a different version of him in the record books. This has all been me saying in the record books. No, it won't is be. Is there three different versions of Kane? And now. I've answered you no, because if you look it up, it'll just say Kane. I guarantee you. Okay. If you can find me a Wikipedia entry for Corporate Kane with separate stats and separate... That's not how Wikipedia works, though. It's the same person, obviously. That's my point. But your point makes no fucking sense. It makes Sorry, sense. Sorry, Dad. Oh, there it is. Ah! Hey, Scott, I broke him.
I broke them for you, Scott. Oh. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. <sighs> We've already taken way too much time. i got to get on a fucking plane. Yeah, I know, right, Roka. Firefly, <laughs> all right. We're going back to the Firefly Funhouse, uh, Ryan's favorite parts of this whole damn show. Uh, and uh, 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 Bray is high. Oh, Bray, or the Fiend, is hanging up a picture of Seth Rollins with the red eye, uh, red crosses across his eyes. The X is there. Uh, and oh, Finn Balor was there Finn now, yeah. Ba- yeah, and Finn Balor was hanging there as well, which implies he might be doing to him what he did to Finn. Uh, the announcers pitched that the, the draft is happening, so we get this idea that's happening, which a lot of people are making fun of online and they should a wild card thing didn't we just have a draft like three months ago it's all just weird oh that was a superstar shakeup <laughs> sure uh and then my one of my favorite highlights of the night the aop i liked their this promo. was fantastic yeah. badass so badass yeah. i mean everyone's wondering where the hell they were the fact that they're making them like the Salamanca twins yeah. from Breaking Bad, where they're like, oh, good in those point. suits, oh, you know, shit, they're like reference. quiet killers, you know. I loved it. I, I'll be honest, I didn't code that on my own. I saw it on social media. I saw it on Twitter <laughs> last night. But it is a great comparison. Sure. I didn't come up with that on my own, though. Um, but, but, dude, I loved it. You know, I talked about how I wanted to see these guys be treated as like the badass threats they are and kind of play into their MMA background. Yeah. I mean, Razor still trains doing MMA and he's posted videos where he looks like an absolute monster so I was so pumped to see that they're kind of getting a little bit of a retooled uh, version of themselves um, I like the way they phrased it all the yeah. way they angled it all where it was like we haven't wrestled since Wrestlemania because everyone's too scared to wrestle us yeah I love that I, I will say a little similar to the Aleister Black stuff mm-hmm. because it was like we, we you know people are too scared to fight us, which is kind of, and sitting in a dark room, which well, is kind of what Alistair Black was doing yeah, in but, a less demonic way. But they're saying if you don't let us fight, we are going to pick the fights. Much more badass. Whereas Alistair is like, come, come to find me. me, come find, me. come challenge me because I don't want assault and battery charges. You have to hit me first. <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, so I, I yeah, yeah, I thought this was so well done. I can't wait. Um, I had no problem with the language barrier yep. thing of like. I, them, I thought it was cooler. That made yep. them seem like more badass. You're like, yep. this is like so. This is like guys you don't want to fuck with. You know, oh, damn it, guys you don't want to screw with. I'm not gonna edit that out, Dad. Sorry, but it's like guys you don't want to screw with. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I thought it was fantastic. Wait, he thinks. Wait, your dad thinks if you use cuss words, you're not gonna move up in your career as a pundit. Is he insane? The president. <laughs> has used cuss words in rallies. What are you talking about? No, not the F word. Yes, he has. You better go look it up. You better go look in it up. In rallies? Yes. Uses the F word? Lindsey Graham did. Go look it up as well. They, they have used that. They're all, they're all getting bold now, swaggering without around getting, podiums. Without getting political. It's anyway, not really no, like I'm just the saying. Best, the best uh, person to be following. Yeah, I'm just saying. Just, I don't know oh, if that's, that's a fair like point. the that's guy a fair that point. I want to be like, well, he's doing it, so you can do it. That's fair point. Anyway. No, it's 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 it's... It's to broaden the, the, the to make it acceptable for I, everyone. I agree. I, yes, I understand. It is for that as well. Okay. Then he enough. thinks that it's not as professional. Okay. Well, I respect that. I respect. But that. I think you'll be able to work within the parameters of whatever thing you're put in. So I believe so. You feel that you can cuss here because we're we're bros. It's mine. We're bros and we're, we're doing. We're bros. It. We're just talking about wrestling. Well, well, it's ours. Let's, let's, <laughs> it's let's, ours. The show. Yes. The show. Anyway, let's move. On. But I go like, well, I don't got any boss that wants uh, me uh, to be really professional. But then I go. Well, crap! My dad is technically going to be like, "Well, if you don't, if you want to pretend like you don't have a boss, I will be your boss. Stop cussing." Oh, that's kind of what I feel wow. like. He goes, "My dad was my boss for a long time. I you know, he, runs, that. he runs a production company. He's I been a successful that. man." Yeah, 
I'm going to get him on the deep cut. All right. <laughs> Watch World's Funniest uh, Weather on uh, syndic- in syndication it's now. It's happening now? Oh, cool. All right. Entertainment Studios. My dad's executive producer of it. Very nice. funny clip show. Hey, man. I got a show to pitch. All right. Corey Graves. It's about wrestling. No, I'm joking. Corey Graves. Uh, let's jump into this thing now. Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki taking on Sasha and Bailey. It's finally time for this match. Uh, Corey Graves. Hey, maybe you're watching this show, Corey, because you gave Cole shit for saying boss time every single time she comes out. Just like I said last week, I'm tired of it. I'm done with it. It should stop happening. I like that Corey Graves called him out on it. Uh, I also like the way he said it this yeah. time, where he was like, oh, it's boss time. Like He was all like not pumped about it. Like, yeah. now that she's a heel. Now I like that heel. little touch. Yeah, Corey gave him so much shit about it. Sasha Miller, come out. This was a fun, fun match. So much from all of them. Nikki certainly got her chance to sign, which makes sense because Alexa's already done her thing. She doesn't need to do too much. Plus, that flip off the um, off the thing, it looked like it hurt her, and she even put it on Instagram as an ouch thing, uh, and it looked like she slipped off and hit her ass. Nikki messed up one move there, which looked a little dangerous. When she was, jumped off, yeah, she like the that, Hardy Boy kind of move. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of scary. Yeah. So I was, I was glad she's okay. But uh, you know, Nikki did her thing here, but they all in the end, uh, Sasha and uh, uh, Bailey get the win here eventually after Alexa has to get taken to the back because of a knee injury, uh, and then Becky's music hits. She comes down. Uh, Charlotte's music hits. Justin looks like there's going to be two on one with the chairs. And then all four of them delivered the worst chair shots I've ever seen in the history of mankind. I was so mad about this because everything that built up works so well. And then their chair shots were like, or the yeah, it you was pay attention so to that I, more I than anyone I've ever heard yeah, I of. I don't know why you because I've are seen so, them like, so done you so had well. trouble picking up a chair to do that yourself over there like two seconds ago. I was just playing, being playful. Yeah, and I'm 48. When they're the, when I was 28, like those girls, I could pick up chairs. Damn it! But I'm just saying, it just seemed weird. It just it just didn't 100 percent work. I like it to work because I think I the first re- time they did it, it really worked when they went after bacon. Yeah, Becky. um, you know, I liked uh, I liked that. Uh, What's her face? Sasha was alone for it was Sasha and Becky, and then Bailey started to come out, and then I, you know you don't hear the crowd pop for Charlotte very often. No, they popped. but when her music hit, they yeah. popped. Yep, and then she you know she decks um, Bailey from behind, and yep. you've kind of got like the oh damn like. Like, Becky and Charlotte are going to have to be friends now. Yeah. Like, I liked all that. I, I was really you. into it. I think so. Um, the chair thing yet didn't bother me. In fact, I, got, I actually laughed when it looked like Becky tried to decapitate Sasha with the chair yeah. for a second. Well, she, like, she came at her like, in That's the what head I mean. It was like so weird. Move. Weird, but I kind of liked it. I was like, okay. damn, she looks she was. I actually said out loud, I was like, She's trying to decapitate her with that chair. Yeah. I mean, but I thought the Sasha thing was weird to her going way over Becky and then dropping it for no reason and turning around to take that. Make it believable. Make That's all I'm asking. Make it believable. Make it look in rhythm and, and it, it'll, it'll be great. It's a great addition to what you've already built up. That's what. Mm, they are taught a, to over exaggerate their it's chair a nitpick. Like that. It's a nitpick. It's a yeah, It's okay. It's a nitpick. I'll let you have it. Yeah, it's a nitpick. Let me. It's a, it's a nitpick. Um, but anyway, uh, uh, then we go to the back and Sasha challenges Becky to a match at Hell in a Cell. Uh, Bitch. She does a pretty. Yeah, she says what she says, and then uh, uh, then we come back uh, after the Kane thing. We come back to uh, to uh, uh, Becky, and she does her promo and accepts the challenge. This is gonna be fun, dude. Becky is killing it. Oh yeah, man. Becky is absolutely killing mm-hmm. it in promo because they finally let her go again. Yeah. <sighs> when she when she when they're now they're like letting her go, and they're they're, they're the way they're letting her go. I love it. I mean those those like. To Cam, interviews are so much better than an interviewer asking yeah. questions. And when she's just, like, looking like a badass in the locker room doing her thing, love it. And additionally, um, I can't point out – ha- I have to point out yeah. that 
we gave them so much crap for the Kevin Owens stuff. This oh, yeah. is how you book someone yeah. after getting a fine. Yeah. You don't have them be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, please get rid of the fine. Like, right. blah, blah, blah. No. You have her go, oh, WWE fine me $10,000. Don't care. Back to Sasha because I know that I'm going to kick her ass. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Very simple. Don't disagree. It's not hard. Like, it's like you made Owens look like a, like a less cool of a guy, yeah. less tough of a guy by – Trying to get, to, trying to like come back with his tail between his legs. Yeah. Kevin Owens like, oh, the family. No, Becky looks like ten thousand dollars, cool. And if they come back with a hundred thousand dollars, I don't care. That's yep. how, that's how you do it. Yep. And then she just plowed right through that fine, like it didn't phase her in the slightest bit. It's why she's one of the hottest people in the industry right mm-hmm. now because they're making her look like a badass. Well, maybe Kevin Owens is the one who gets hired to Raw. Maybe he gets moved off SmackDown, fired off SmackDown, smart of the, and he gets moved to Raw. And he can do his thing in Raw. Maybe. That would be great. That would be great. Maybe. Um, yeah. So anyway, but yeah, the promo was great. Yeah. I loved it. I'm pumped that they're going to be in a Hell in a Cell match. Me too. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let's move on to a weird match between Lacey and Dana Brooke. This was just, <laughs> I guess, to give Lacey some TV time and let you know she's still in the, on the roster. Destroys Dana Brooke, sending a message to Natty, supposedly, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's been weird. Whatever they're doing with Lacey, I, I don't yeah. hate it because the matches have been entertaining, but it has been a little confusing. Yeah. As to like what they're. Tr- I mean, I guess they're just trying to build up the Natty Lacey stuff, I guess. I'm going to get shit for this, and okay, so sometimes uh, it, it's part of it. But I think the problem that Lacey has no one to really fight and challenge her that they're putting up there tells me that there is a little bit of a weakness in the women's side of things, or they're not booking her against talent that can bring out the best in Lacey. It isn't Dana. Nothing against Dana. Dana, she has done what she can do, and I love and respect Dana very much because she's dealt with a lot of shit as she's tried to be a WWE superstar. But there is Naomi in there. Naomi, where's Naomi? You couldn't have put Naomi exactly against... exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, you put Naomi against Lacey. That would be a fantastic match. Something, you got to give her something to put her... And yeah, she's putting... It'll put her over a little bit more, but at least it's good matches. Yep. And that's what I, we're I looking com- for. I completely agree with you. Yeah. I think that it is definitely shining a light on the fact that they're not... They need the draft. I think they need, yeah. they need to mix up the rosters a little bit. I think that... You know, Kyrie Sane could go in that position too, and people will be into it. Yeah. Um, move up Bianca. Move up. Move up. Well, Shana. Bianca, I do think is needed on NXT right now yeah. as they go to USA. I, I think that so. a lot of the people NXT oh, that's a good aren't going to be moved up. Team's moved not going over anywhere. No. Uh, even you know, I did a conference call with Triple H this week where it was uh, oh, he cool. was in promotion of uh, promoting takeover. Or sorry, promoting NXT on on USA. Yeah. And um, he mentioned the fact he implied heavily that NXT is not involved in the draft. Oh, that it's that this draft is to focus on Ron's. OK, um, that's fair. Maybe one or two people. Sure, sure, sure. But it was it was pretty much implied that, like, it's not Raw Smackdown NXT. In the draft. Where are the Street Profits? That's a great question. Yeah, I, it's a great question. I you honestly don't know. Yeah. I think they're both. But that's that's a great question because I don't know. know. They need to be moved off. They should be moved off of NXT. So yeah. they should. But they I should. Yeah. Know. But but uh, yeah, that's a great. That's a great question. I don't mm-hmm. know where they actually technically stand on the roster. That's why I keep this job, ladies and gentlemen. All right, <laughs> <laughs> right in the end. I will say. I also real fast before we move on. I I I died laughing during Lacey's entrance when she stood there trying to get the guy to kiss her hand and was just waiting and telling the guy to like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And just waiting. And when the guy finally went to grab it, she. 
pulled it away like, Ew, and like walked away from him. I, that was that was a nice little touch. Yeah. I laughed. Agreed. Uh, Seth Rollins. Before we get to the final match here, we got to wrap up. Seth Rollins taking on Robert Roode. Uh, this was good. Good back. Great. Uh, I mean, good back and forth between these guys. Didn't get a lot of time necessarily, and then eventually uh, Ziggler comes in, and uh, uh, you know uh, when Seth's about to do the roll up on Roode, gets the DQ. Then the OC Ziggler and Roode absolutely start to destroy Rollins, and it gets a bit brutal. And then out of nowhere, Kane shows up, which was a great uh, surprise. Though I will say, when it happened, I thought to myself. Don't Kane and Seth Rollins not like each other in storyline terms? Which Kane are you talking about? Kane. Remember Kane dragged Seth Rollins to hell? He did. During the whole corporate Kane thing? Kane's dragged his brother to hell. It's still they still get along. Yeah, but I don't know if you remember you clearly don't remember the whole corporate storyline when he was corporate Kane, but <gasps> uh, there was mad beef between them during that whole storyline when say. Seth was like the corporate champion or whatever, and then corporate Kane and him had some issues and all that kind of thing, and then and he went back to being Kane, all of that. So when Kane's music hit, I, oh. I said to myself, "Doesn't Kane? Why would Kane be saving Seth Rollins?" Like, and then like as he was making his way to the ring, I, I said to myself, oh. <laughs> "The Fiend said he was going to show up tonight. Like cute, this like- is the perfect <laughs> setup for the Fiend. Don't care about continuity issues. <laughs> Get in the ring, Kane." And then sure enough, Kane does his thing. And he's <laughs> choke slamming people. And then it was like. Why would he do the hand? You know, do the yeah. whole fire? And I was like, yes, yes. And then they, you know, they they have the fiend come in, and he he does the mandible claw he on did. him, and he does then then he does the creepiest like like uh, on top of uh, Seth Rollins staring in his face, like just so sketchy. Mm-hmm. Like it, it looked like a horror movie. Which yeah, is, I love I love that they're making this look like a legit horror movie, and I it honestly felt like. You know, we started with Bray Wyatt. Yeah. We ended with The Fiend. Then we got the Firefly Funhouse thing again at the end of it where it cut, which I thought was an awesome touch. Yeah. They, they, instead of just ending the show like they normally do, they then cut to this creepy long version of the Firefly Funhouse song that goes for two minutes. Yeah, it was weird. It was, I, I literally, my girlfriend and I were like, is this supposed to be going this yeah. long? Like, I, I don't know if they ended early on accident or something, but... The fact that it played out for two minutes in such a creepy manner made me feel like I was watching a horror movie, well, and I loved it. And that's the point, I yeah. think, and that's why it worked, and that's why you let Heyman be in charge of things. Because yeah. Heyman is not like about, like, well, what would what should the Necron executives want? He's going to find that thing that works kind of in the middle, and this does, because it's not going to be a habit of doing this. He tried it out here to get the effect on the fans, and I thought it worked really well. It honestly made me feel like the point of this show was almost to be like one effed up long version of the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, sure. It started off with the intro from Bray. We had him later. Yep. Um, you know, we had the rabbit saying this isn't what it looks like. Right, right. You know, we had a couple teases of him. Then he ends the show where the fiend comes out and then we have that long thing. I was just like, man, this was so masterfully yeah. done in my opinion. Yeah. That's me. I personally think everything they're doing with the, 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 the fiend right now and Bray Wyatt, the, the amount of thought that they're putting into it is just like... So cool to me, like, the, yeah. and and so commendable. I'm just like, you never see this much work put into a character. No, I agree. Like, Thoroughly. this is like some next level stuff. Like, I can't think of what this is comparable to. Yeah, this is what the demon should have been in a certain way when he first was there. Like, it's almost like mm. they learned their lesson of what went wrong with the demon character, right, 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 right. and have applied it to make sure they don't let that happen again with the fiend, right? Because. 
the demon was supposed to be this entity within um, Finn Balor that he didn't want to come out. That right. he, ha- at all costs, avoided bringing that out within him because it was too powerful. It could take him over. Mm-hmm. That was like the concept of the, the, the of the demon initially, and that's kind of what we're getting with the, with the fiend now. Yeah. Of like, this is something that controls Bray Wyatt, yeah. but he doesn't. It's he's at war within himself over it. It feels like it's great. I love it. I, I give him the title. Don't care. Oh give my him the god! Title, no, stop hold it till Mania, <sighs> and then he gets vanquished by someone cool. Do you think it'll be? Um, will it be corporate? Uh... You can't even make the joke because it doesn't make sense, just like your entire argument. The corporate WrestlingSheet.com. That's the website where you can find all the top stories in the world of professional wrestling throughout the week at Wrestling Sheet on social media. He was right. I couldn't make the joke. <laughs> YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find the videos that we do here. Hopefully this one made it. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, that's where you can find the videos that we do. Ron Smackdown recaps. Wrestling Sheet Radio as well, though I didn't do it last week. I apologize. I had something very important I had to handle. Um, also, if you want to check out the audio of all the shows, check out our podcast feed. It's all the major podcast platforms. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. Boom. Uh, follow him at the Ryan Sound. Follow me at the Roka says I will not be here tomorrow uh, because I am going to London to do a set Foggy visit. London Town. Fo- yes, yes, Foggy London Town. Do right? I, don't, I don't know if there's an NXT UK taping going on there this isn't. week. There isn't? I don't think so. Damn it. I would love to have seen something live there in the UK, uh, especially after that Cardiff Takeover show, which was so much Fun, yeah, because they already did the taping after okay. for their next few weeks of TV. Well, I'm bringing my mic and my H4N, so if I run into any wrestler, I'm just going to interview him there on the street. If I see Pete Dunn out there while Pete I'm Dunn. while I'm getting some fish and chips, I'm rushing up to him with my microphone. Oh. I'm climbing that mustache mountain, damn it, and I'm going to interview them about this stuff. All right. Anyway, if you're there in the UK, I think I might try to arrange something on a Friday or a Saturday night. If you're a Schmodown fan and a fan of stuff we do here on uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet. Uh, come out and say hi. All right. Talk to you then. Take care. Uh, Ryan will tell you tomorrow for SmackDown Live. Have a great rest Hopefully of your week. Hopefully I'm not alone this time. ProWrestlingSheet.com Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 it's that little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.